back to another episode of The Betty Show. I am trying to be more consistent with podcasts. And it's funny how you put off the thing that you most want to do. I don't know, it's not even insecurity anymore, I think. Or maybe it is, and it's like procrastination. And I put it off because I'm scared of it. And I don't even know why. What's there to be scared of? Like, a bunch of people won't like it. Well, that's the the whole nature of putting things out in the world, right? It's not for everyone. I'm sure, like when artists create art they're not going to be like oh my god people aren't going to like this I definitely shouldn't put it in an art gallery actually some people would but you've still got to create the thing and so that's what I'm doing speaking into my phone after a glass of red wine maybe that's when I should do all my podcasts but then I'd be drinking a lot of red wine anyways we are rambling I don't even really know what what we're going to be talking about today, but I think it's going to come through. So life update, I'm in the middle of writing this book, which is due out in a few weeks, February the 22nd. I did that because of numerology, 220223. Would have been better if it was like 22 last year, because then we would have had all of the twos. And I am so here for all of the twos. I feel like that would be very, very powerful. I'll have to go back and look what that means. I probably should know that as a spiritual coach and teacher, but hey, we're not all perfect. We aren't. That's why we just show up in our humanness. So yeah, I'm in the middle of writing it and it's been um, it's been interesting because I didn't want to go down the whole like writing to agents, book agents and you know, getting a book deal with this because I've tried to do that in the past, but I've heard from other friends that have been successful authors that you actually don't make that much and you end up having to do a lot of the PR and marketing yourself. I could be wrong. So if you are a book publisher that's listening to this and I'm wrong, please let me know because yeah, maybe it'd be great. Anyway, and I'm self-publishing. So it's going to go on Kindle to begin with because let's save the trees and maybe one day it'll be in paperback and then, yeah, I'd still like to save the trees. And because I'm doing it on my time and because I'm a manifester in human design, I do things as and when I feel inspired to, which is a whole other way of working, let me tell you, from a recovering workaholic. Yeah, it's been interesting. So I'm I'm probably like two thirds the way through. I'm probably lying. I'm probably halfway through. But I'm not worried. And I've got people asking me, like, is it finished? And I'm like, no. And they're like, what? And I'm like, it doesn't need to be. As long as it's ready for the date that I've put on the Instagram post, then it doesn't really matter, does it? Like, it doesn't have to be perfect. Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote Eat, Love, Pray. Eat, Pray, Love. (laughs) Get it the right way around. She said, you know, as long as you think this is good enough, then that's fine because a lot of the time we will use perfectionism as procrastination, which is also additionally what I've very much been doing on this podcast when it could just be as easy as me rambling into this phone like what I've done now. Good, not great. And again, it's all subjective as long as I'm happy with it. Yeah, so I've been writing about it and writing and there's some very personal things about me in there. And even though I put them out there on the internet, it's just something about putting it in a book. And obviously, like, other people are involved in my story. And, you know, you hear about people that write things and then they get in lots of trouble. And then, you know, there's the other side where it's like, well, 
if you weren't going to do something nice, then, you know, it deserves to be known. You didn't apologize for it. And there's that side for it too. There's there's lots of arguments and I'm probably just rambling. But essentially, when you put a lot of your stuff out there, which I definitely do, I used to put a lot more out. And using your life as the basis for writing a guide. So the book is about like a guide to a spiritual awakening because they're damn scary. I mean, you can listen to my last podcast if you would so wish. And it's really based on my experiences because I just didn't really see a whole lot out there for what I needed in the way that I needed it. I wanted someone to speak to me in the way that I needed. And really, like it's the same with like some of the money books out there. Once I get amazing with money, like I'm really good at manifesting it, but I have to be better at keeping it. I'm working on that this year. That I honestly think I'll write a money book one day. And there just isn't, wasn't much out there. And then I read You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero or Sincero. And then You're a Badass with Money. And she almost like reminds me of the way that I speak although I think she's a lot cleverer and probably more professional but she swears a lot she's funny and I think I'm hilarious and she just she uses her life as a guide and it's and they're more spiritual than you'd think those books anyway so I wanted to do the same for spirituality and I do have another podcast called woo woo for my spiritual app and community and you know it's well-being as well where I talk more about this stuff on there. And the reason that I have this separate podcast is because I have wider interests. That's why it's called um, The Betty Show, because I want to speak to people and speak about things that interest me. And they range, you know, from science to psychology and mindset and space and all kinds of things outside of spirituality. So, you know, some of these episodes will be me probably rambling like this, documenting things that are happening. That may not be that interesting to people, but hey, here we are. I'm still doing it. We are still here. I've also been spending a lot of time, like really getting under the hood of a lot of my emotions and drive. And I'm in this place at the moment where I packed up and left everything and everyone I'd known over the last seven years in Australia last November I just got this sudden urge from the universe and as a manifesto again in human design you have to follow the urges and mine are quite loud because I pay them so much attention and if you don't they tend to be whispers and I'm splenic as well which means that I'm very driven by intuition and I had this strong intuition to move back to England and I never thought in a million years I would I I didn't know where I was going to go I knew that Australia and I we needed a break, but I didn't realize that I'd be coming back here. And I got this urge and it was kind of like, I had to go straight away. And a lot of people thought something really bad had happened. And it, and it hadn't, like there's some stuff at home and family things, but nothing that's an emergency, nothing that, you know, I had to leave and sell everything I had and, you know, get rid of my apartment in four days. But I believe in my intuition this strongly. So I, I follow it. And So it's three months later and I am in my parents' house in my hometown and I'm getting to spend a lot more time with friends and family beyond just like the three weeks of Christmas rush that I'd have where I'd fly, you know, up to 30 hours home, 
spend three weeks here and then go back like a lot of people that do that same thing or are displaced or you know like have emigrated somewhere and it's been really nice just on a random Tuesday to do a walk with my cousin or you know get my nails done by my very talented niece and just see childhood friends on a random Friday and I can do that now and you know it doesn't all have to be so planned and what I'm finding is that I feel like I've expanded so much as a person because I'm not dealing with all this trauma because as I've said in previous podcasts I have gone through a lot of energy work and healing and so now I'm coming from this place that maybe people who live I mean we've all got trauma but people who live without you know capital tree T multiple traumas live without and I'm like life would have been so much easier and I could have accomplished not that life's about accomplishing I have to remember that but I could have operated from a much healthier space and anyway whatever timing is as timing is and it all needs to come around when it needs to come around but now I'm just like I can do anything I can be anything and I always kind of thought that but it always felt more like this survival thing before like if I set a dream so big it meant that I had to stay around to fulfill it it anchored me back into this reality versus like you know, if you've had suicidal ideation before, it would be like, well, I'm not going to stick around anyway. So I had to create these big purposes, these all encompassing businesses and purposes and helping people. Whereas now it's coming from more of a neutral place. I created an app to help people heal and find each other because it felt like a good thing to do versus a survival need to anchor me back to the planet. And what's been interesting with that is, even though I'm writing a book, and even though I'm running an app, and it's growing, and it's global, I'm like, I have capacity to do more. And on that note, I also have to check that I'm not overworking, because another thing about my trauma was that I would overwork. So I basically like, oh, and I'm doing branding freelance work as well. And it's just so interesting how free I feel with that. And so I'm working on some very exciting projects that are very creative, but still linked to the business and will be so good for the business and very lateral in its approach because I'm a double Aquarius. So Aquarius moon and rising. So definitely like think a little differently which I've come to love and accept now. I wanted to be like other people for so long. Not that I'm special because I'm so different because we're all different. But I definitely have thought and do think quite differently. I've noticed. And other people can think like, whatever. Right, we're digressing. ADHD, I'm sure. And that's another thing I need to talk to you about. And yes, yeah, so I feel like I've got this ability and this want to do even more so I've started taking on something very fun that I thought I wouldn't do for a few years and I am having the time of my life it is so fun and I spend my days like because I'm so in flow I kind of work when I work and I work quantumly which means like time doesn't really work in the same way for me I can do a day's work in not the same time if I'm in flow if not then it's not going to happen and that's because of experience as well. 
And you charge, you know, based on your worth and your value, not just how long it takes you. So it's been um, really interesting because I'm like, why am I bored? And I thought, thought that at first I was bored in Australia because it was Australia and it couldn't offer, not because Australia is boring, it's not, it's amazing, but it couldn't offer me what I needed anymore. And while that was true, it's also because I've expanded so much and gone into like a new level of consciousness and way of being. So what I'm going to be capable of is so amazing, but I also need to remember to rest and I am remembering to rest. And that's another part. If you don't know your human design and I can go into human design separately, it's like the Myers-Briggs of energy and there's five different types. And once you know that your strategy and the way that you work and use energy and it's game changing. And as a manifester, I'm here to bring big things to the world And I've got to work with other people to do that because I'm a lot more of the vision, ideas, creative, but I'm not so good at the detail and the everyday, which I used to think made me weak. But now I'm like, no, everyone has different skills. It's okay that you have these skills. So yeah, it's exciting working with other people to bring some of these things. And actually people want ideas. They want to work for fun ideas. I didn't realize that either. (laughs) It's amazing what you don't know. And I have these ideas and then I go after them because I honestly believe anything's possible. And I think if you have an idea and you're scared about how to do it, you basically need to write down like, what, what is it? Why am I doing it? What does it require? Like, who would I need? And write a list of those people down. Start looking for those people. What does it involve? So you've got something to say to those people. How do I want to get them involved? Will it be numerated, renumerated with money? Will it be sharing equity in the business or idea? And, you know, write down a plan to get there because while we can manifest all we want, the universe needs us to have an aligned plan in action. And that's why I truly believe that you can do anything. And the other thing as well, write down what am I really good at? what do I absolutely not want to do because it'll make me miserable or what am I not so great at and be honest and then those are the people that you need to go and find and I'm not saying that everyone needs something to like someone to bring something around because I think that that's also part of the patriarchy especially as a woman you need a co-founder you need like some things you can just do by yourself and that is fine and you're more than capable but it's it's just good to get other people involved and then when you find them as well, it's really good to have like an agreement between you all. Like, you know, it's almost like you're dating. Like, what will we do if the worst happens? What will we do if one of us drops out? What does that look like in terms of financials? Um, what do we do if the best thing happens and somebody wants to buy this? Or like we get loads of investment or like and really put in lots of different situations that you can all go through over coffee or wine. You know, make it fun. And then write that as an agreement that you all agree on. And the other thing is, if we're talking business, like you don't have to give all of the equity away. Normally you stage it based on certain milestones. So say if it's like, you know, one of the partners is a creative director, you can, especially if it's your idea, you can be like, cool, right? Well, if you're going to get 30% of the business, then I really think there needs to be milestones. So it basically gives them motivation to get involved but also you you don't then just give 30% over to someone straight away that you don't know is going to be involved for the same duration that you are 
And it's really important to know that as well. And that's why sometimes founder relationships or, you know, even bands like or whatever, people fall out because they haven't got an agreement in place beforehand going through different eventualities and pre-agreeing on the way that you'll handle that. And you really have to make a list of what all of those can be before you go into the details. Anyway, we, we are getting into the details now. But that's why I believe that anything's possible. Because if you have a bunch of people and a great idea and a great purpose and why, then why not? And the other thing to know is go out and talk to people like... In tech, we call it like doing user interviews, like go and see if people actually want or need this or go and see how they're currently solving that problem. Like what are they going to do and how are they going to do it and how much are they paying for it? And you'll speak to enough people and you'll see the gaps in the market and where your idea should fall is the gap in the market. And sometimes you can reverse engineer it, but it's really good to go out there and get that data rather than you trying to decide what the customer needs. Even if like me, with woo-woo, I was both a spiritual practitioner and a user and I knew that it was hard to find friends. I knew that Facebook wasn't doing it for me. Things were getting lost in Instagram and WhatsApp. TikTok was great, but was mainly video and not community driven. And I also found like trying to find and book tarot readers, I had to go through a friend of a friend of a friend. So I created the thing I needed, but I also spoke to 400 people and we base the product based on their feedback, not just on the idea, but the gaps in the market, where they were going and what the opportunity really was based on data. And that really should drive everything forwards. Anyway, we really digress. I told you this was really going to be channeled. So the point is, you can do anything you want. Anything is possible. Get other people involved. Do your research. Talk to people. Have an agreement in place. And that's it go out there and make your dreams come true. And if you'd like to sign up for my book on the waitlist, it's on bettyandrews.co co forward slash the book. Because as a writer, (laughs) I found that the most creative. I've been really happy to have been featured in like Huffington Post and Glamour and Metro recently, which I never thought I'd be able to say with this book and just spiritual advice generally. So If you're going through the fuckery of a spiritual awakening and seeing spirits and wondering what the hell is going on, then I invite you to go ahead and register and yeah, you'll be one of the first people that gets to buy it on the 22nd of Feb, which is less than a goddamn month. So I really should go and write it. Okay, time for another glass of wine. Okay, see you on the other side. I nearly said see you on the other side, love bugs, but... I don't know. How do we feel about that word? Hmm, Not sure. Not sure. Anyways, ciao for now. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of me talk about God knows what. Hope it was useful. If you want to connect, I am on bettyandrews.co.co where I offer lots of different types of things programs Um, I'm a business and life coach I love to dabble with spirituality in fact I'm all in it I use spiritual life and business coaching Um, I also do brand strategy and I love to mentor women in business so if you're looking for somebody to join your board also please get in touch I would love to hang out with you on Instagram at universe of Betty and you could also follow my spiritual app at join woo woo Uh, we'll be launching that later this year 
So yeah, I'll see you on the other side. Bye.